Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, Zat Hashem, today we're going to learn the next Mishnah in Perkei Avot, Perkei Mishnah Chabet. This Mishnah is probably one of the most famous Mishnayot in this Masechet because Yaakov Shweki made a song about it. Ben Bagbag. Now, before we even see it inside, it's very interesting to figure out who is this Ben Bagbag. So the Tosvot Yom Tov quotes. What's that? Oh. The Tosvot Yom Tov quotes two explanations as to the identity of this fellow. Who is this guy Ben Bagbag? Either he says, Ben Bagbag, uh, quoting the Rav earlier in the Masechta, is a reference. Why is it called Ben Bagbag? He doesn't even say his name. Some say it's Yochanan Ben Bagbag, which is referenced in Masechet Kiddushin, but it doesn't even say his first name. So some say the reason he was called Ben Bagbag is because he didn't have a long life. He didn't live so long. Others say he was called, he's a Medrash Shmuel, that he was called Ben Bagbag, he was called Ben Bagbag based on the Ashbam, um, because he was a convert and the Bagbag Bez Bet and Gimel is, is five. Two plus three is five, which is actually the Ben Hehe of the next Mishnah is the same he says it's the same person. Why were they called that? Because Abraham and Sarah, who were the beginning of converts, they were the first people to become converts, you could say, and also create converts, create Gerim, they had a hey added onto their name. So therefore, the people in the future who would convert also are referred to by their name. He says something very interesting. The reason that they were called different than the regular name is, Apparently, there were malshinim, people that would try to persecute them, that would bother them for becoming Jewish. So they wrote their name in a hidden sort of way so that they wouldn't be identified. A very interesting thing that he writes there. But either way, according to the second pshat, these, he was a ger, he was a convert. So the Mishnah now tells us a beautiful Mishnah about the chashivut, that's the importance of Limura Torah, and about the focus of Torah specifically. Ben Bagbag Omer Ben Bagbag says the following: Hafachba va'afachba, Amen. Hafachba va'afachba. Hafach means to turn it over, turn it over, turn it over and turn it over, which means analyze the Torah, go through the Torah, look at every angle of the Torah. Dekolaba, because everything is inside of it. What do you mean dekolaba? Any chokhmah you're looking for, any question you have, any issue, challenge, it's all somewhere in the Torah. Somewhere. You have to find. You have to find. You have to know who to ask. You have to know which sefer to open. You have to know how to look. And that's why we have, Baruch Hashem, rabbis, tamidei chachamim, that you could go to and say, where does it say this? How do I know what to do this? So they'll open up a Sefer Enach, they'll open up a Sefer Lacha, Musar, Ashkafa, Tan Torah, Zboch Hashem. But it's all inside of Torah. Continues Ben Bagbag, and in it you should look, you should look and focus on Torah. Vesiv uveleva. Vesiv is Melashon Seva. And become old, uveleva, uveleva is worn out. Become old and worn out with it. With the Torah. Means even when we're old and worn out, we become old. Also, you should be with the Torah. Umina lo tezua, and don't ever move from it. Always stay with the Torah. 
because there's no better measure than the Torah. So the Tosvot Yom Tov points out of here, and the Rav points out here, a person cannot say, you know, I've already learned all of Torah. Now I'm going to go learn, he says, Chochmat Yivanit, whatever. I'm going to learn uh, something else. I'm going to learn some other sorts of Chochmat that's not Torah. You're not allowed to say that. Because, Whatever information you need is inside of it. He does bring down, as there was such an idea, when a person's in the bathroom, so you're allowed to read books of, not Torah, because you can't, but you could learn books of Chochmah, of other things, that's what's brought down. I think they brought down certain rabbis used to have like math books in the bathroom. They used to have such an idea as when they were in the bathroom, they couldn't learn Torah, it's Asur, but they would learn the other Chochmah. That's what it is, some, some sort of an idea. Now, the Mishnah is telling us a beautiful idea, and I want to <coughs> see, we'll go through the Tiferet Yisrael, he explains this Mishnah connects to the last one. Beautiful explanation that he says. But before we even get there, the Mishnah is telling us that anything we need to know, any chokhmah, any real advice or wisdom, is somewhere in the Torah, you just have to know where to look. There is, a, it's funny because I was speaking with my father about this just yesterday. There is a, I believe it's a marsha, one of the commentaries in Masechet Gitin. There's a parak in Masechet Gitin called Misha Kordaikus, Kordiakus which is a parak that talks all about kinds of diseases and refuah, mental issues, actually. So the Mepharshim there speak out, why does the Gemara quote large sections talking about refuah? Or why do we have, we also have large mathematics. It's quoted in the Gemara. Stories, chachmot, why is that? It's not halacha. So why is it quoted in the Gemara? So one of the Mepharshim there comment, if I remember correctly, it was the Marsha. He says, because it wants to show us Exactly this idea, the kolaba, is don't think for a second, we might not know exactly where to look, but don't think for a second, Torah is lacking in any way. It's not missing any information. Any real information is in the Torah it's somewhere there. How to get there, how to find it, okay, that might be a little difficult to find. So you ask somebody that studied and knows, a Talmid Chacham, a Rabbi, and they'll tell you. But it's all there. So it includes refuah, it includes chokhmot, chokhmot, it refuahs um, uh, mathematics, it includes science. I just learned yesterday, Masechet Brachot, we were learning about astronomy, about the stars and the mazalot. It's all there. It's all there. Because everything included in the Torah. Now listen to Tiferet Yisrael, how he explains this Mishnah. This is such a beautiful idea. He says, this Mishnah is a continuum of the last Mishnah. After you learned the last Mishnah, somebody might have said like this. We said, you know, a five-year-old learns Chumash, ten-year-old learns Mishnah, 15 for Gemara, but then you get married. So he goes like this, he says, every part of this Mishnah is telling us, how do you continue beyond that? What do I mean by that? A person might say, based on the Gemara and Kiddushin, Rechaim Bitsavarovi Asok Batorah, he'll say like this, okay, I understand till 18 or till 20 when you get married, first 20 years of your life, you learn Torah, you don't have the all of Parnasah on your neck yet. You don't have to worry about supporting your wife and kids yet. So there I understand you're going to be involved in pursuing the study of Torah. But once you get married, how are you going to study Torah? Now you have to support your wife and kids. You have to work. We have to work hard and now we can't sit and learn Torah. So the Mishnayur is coming to tell us even beyond 20 years old, we're going to go through it. Tiferet Yisrael explains every part of this Mishnah is the next stages. There's no excuse. You also have to continue studying Torah at those stages. Listen to how he says this. So he says like this. 
Turn it over, turn it over, because everything is included in the Torah. So we begin here. <clears throat> I'm just going to briefly quote it because it's a little bit lengthy. So he says like this, What is the Tana saying? That's the first 20 years of your life. First 20 years, roughly, until you get married. So logical, you have time. That's when you're supposed to study Torah, build yourself up. Oh, beautiful. When you don't have the oil of Parnassah, but the second, that's the first afochba. The second afochba, afochba vafochba. What's the second one? Vafochba gam esrim shanim shniim shalcha. The next 20 years of your life, from 20 to 40. Velot achush the ibud parnasatcha. Don't worry about losing your parnasah. Al yedeat madat limutcha, because of your study. Now, obviously, you have to still work, but uh, you shouldn't lose study altogether. You can do that. Darei kolaba, because everything is inside of it, like the Mishnah says. Dekol chamudot olam everything desirable in this world. Ve'olam haba tasigem al yada. You could still accomplish even with studying Torah. When you when you intend l'shem shamayim, when your focus is l'shem shamayim, like it says, orech yamim b'yemena. Meaning, the idea is, even though the next 20 years of your life you're working hard, you're supporting it, but you can't give up. Everything is included inside of it too. It sounds like they actually by keeping them through learning. Exactly. So that's from 20 to 40. We continue learning Torah. Even though we have all Parnasan, we're going to still be successful. Let's move on in the Mishnah now. And we go to the next words. Visiv. Look at the Torah. So it's the next stage in your life. 40 to 60. Continues. Beautiful. It says like this. So one second. The third set of 20 years. 40 to 60. That's when you start using you start using your, we said 40, your bina. It's a special type of chokhmah we spoke about. Very interesting. You use the chokhmah of Torah that you've gotten to get good, good uh, spouses, good mates for your children. And to give them advice how they could get the parnasah. Again, you tell them, learn Torah. You look inside of it. So then you use your bina, the chokhmah you've gained from the last 40 years, to give advice to your children how they should pursue life as well. Let's continue. Receive, you become old and worn out with it. 60 to 80. Let's continue. This is all Tiferet Yisrael. He says like this. Neged ha'esrim shanim ha'revi'im The fourth set of 20 years Ta'ainu mishishim ad shmonim Shenechelash koach gufcha Naturally we said at that point The, weak, the body is a little weaker Hisham elecha milihitrapot al yedeze mitorat Hashem Excuse To become weaker Don't allow it to pull you away Or to diminish your studying of Torah Siv ratzalomar seva That's what it is Seva Your old age and when a person gets significantly older, you should still engage with the Torah as the desire of the 
ultimate thing that you're doing with your life. This is 60 to 80. That is v'siv uvle uva. What's that? The fourth set of 20. We said, don't stray from it. So now we're getting beyond 80. Yeah, what's your question? Yeah, yeah. Read every two, 20. That's right. Oh, I hear what you're saying. Right. It groups it together more. Meaning there we broke it up into 10-year increments. 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. Here it's 20. I don't know. It's an interesting point. Maybe the point is that the, the thing you're involved with at these 20 years are similar. So it groups it together. Right here. Don't stray from it. So we're holding now 80, beyond 80. So he says like this. And now we're ready. Beyond. This is beyond reality. This is when a person already is focused on the next world in a very real way. So it says, don't stray from the Torah. Don't remove yourself from being involved with it. It's actually avtacha. That in Olam Abba it's going to be also. In this world you're going to be Shmonim and up, but till Olam Abba also, the Tzadikim are going to be sitting and being involved in Torah. Like it says in Moed Katan, Tzadikim never have rest. They never have rest. Why? Where do we find this idea, by the way, the similar idea? We find Vayeshev Yaakov. Rashi says, What happened? He wanted to relax. The problem is, Tzadikim, don't have menucha. What does it mean they don't have menucha? What do you mean they don't have menucha? All day long they do Torah. They're learning Torah all day. Why? Because they love learning Torah. And because they love Hashem. Because they love to make to Israel. It's also true. Also true. No, the point is, from 80 years and up, that's already not only in this world, we're talking about the continuum. In Olam Abba, it's the same thing. They're going to be sitting Somebody once said, Olam Abba is like a Beit Midrash without a clock. So the Tzadikim sit they can learn Torah. <laughs> they never have to go home. They never have to go yeah. shopping. There's no clock. There's no, there's no, they can continue to learn. Sof. And the Rishayim, Chas V'Shalom, imagine. <laughs> there's, there's no clock. <laughs> it's all a matter of how you, how did you prepare yourself? If you're sitting there without it, there's no end time. This is make you go crazy. It's the greatest thing. But Shaim sit in that same Beit Midrash and it's terrible for them. As for Shalom for them, you could say. No, I think I don't have Menucha because That's right. That's right. So the bottom line is the Mishnah is telling us a tremendous Yesod, which is in Torah we have everything. We need an answer for any question, any difficulty, any struggle, any challenge in life. You look in the Torah. Where? Okay, that, you need to know a bit, a bit how to 
negotiate, how to figure it out. But it's all there. It's all there. You want the easy way, go to Chacham. Go to Chacham is the easy way, it's true. Or you could do Google today, it's also, it's amazing. (laughs) We have resources. But but the resources we have today is is like, uh, we have more access to Torah today, more resources today, probably than any time in history. You could listen to a shiur in any language, on any subject, at any time of the day, whenever you want. Today. Did they have that all throughout history? Not necessarily. Literally, you could listen to shiurim all day on any subject of any language. It's an amazing thing. We have access like never before. No? No, I agree. I agree. Thank you.